0: Hello folks, welcome to another episode of the Days Hobby Podcast The podcast where I talk about how nothing but RPGs, uh, board games, tabletop games as a whole um, Apart from card games So today I am going to talk about well, a number of different things It's going to be a short podcast because this is my birthday week um, And I really shouldn't be doing this I should really just be doing nothing Um, but I wanted to put a podcast together because next week I'm quite busy Um, and I think I've only got one podcast in the room which which will be a little different for me because it'll be like kind of throwing them out um, as and when they come Um, so Shadowspear just got announced um, so it's pre-order on Saturday so by the time this comes out it will have been released, I think. It will be the Saturday it will be released. Um, I am very much looking forward to this. I would very much like to um, get my hands on it. Um, it. Because I feel that the Primaris Army is a little bit underrepresented. You know, you can't really play a single, like, side, like a, a, a Primaris Army on its own. And I know this Vanguard stuff's meant to be, you know, played on its own. But I think, as part of uh, an overall Primaris army, this might actually work. You know, because you get the when it comes out, you have the autocannon, cannon. Um, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but the guys with the um, jump packs, basically, um, with the auto cannons, or is it the graph shoots with auto cannons? It maybe the graph shoots with auto cannons. Um, but, yeah, I mean... There you'll have... Craftshoot cannons. you have your Hellblasters. Um, but you'll have two types of assault... Marines, basically. Um, or jump Marines. Which... You don't really have. You know, you've got one... Jump Marine, right now... and the... In, or, no... In Sepers, um And then... You know, you've got your beavers and you've got your aggressors and you've got, you know, you've got your heavy support a little bit, you've got your elite a little bit, you've got a little bit of fast attack and you've got a little bit of troops. So everything in this box set, primaris-wise, is going to add. You know, I I think you're adding elites in there. I think, I'm pretty sure you're adding elites in there. I haven't had a a great look at it, but I've had to look at the figures and and that's why I want to talk about it. Um, right so you're adding leech, you're adding um, heavy support you're adding fast attack and you're adding troops, and obviously you're adding character figures as well um, but you know at the end of the day that means you have what two um, what's it called it means you get two heavy support you get two um, fast attack uh, you got two elites units, and then uh, well, you get a, a couple of different elite units. You get a couple of different troop choices, and there's more character choices. Uh, and that's the thing, where when you actually look at the Primaris army on their own, you know, you've only got the Intercessors as a troop choice. You've only got the Vorses and the Aggressors as an elite choice. I think the Aggressors are the elite choice. They might be a heavy support choice. I might be talking through a box. I haven't. I don't really use Primaris that often, I'm still a, a Space Wolf through and through, I still play um, Blood Claws and Sky Claws and um, uh, Swift Claws as the mainstay of my army, um, but look, that the reason for that was the lack of Primaris, there's not a lot of Primaris you can add to, I will still play Blood Claws and I will still play a classic Space Wolf Army but I'll also play Primaris Space Wolves and I'll be able to use a, a mainly Primaris army um, and, and we all know the reasoning behind why Games Workshop have done this because they couldn't copyright Primaris um, which is why they're bringing out everything that's copyrighted now by Games Workshop, it's why Space Wolves are Volker and um, however you, you pronounce it it's why Tower or T EU it's why it changed the Eldar names, it's why uh, Age of Sigma happened. You know, you hear all the excuses for Age of Sigma they were gonna get rid of Warhammer, this, that and the next thing. But when you actually look at it and you look at it, well, you changed all the names. You changed every single name in there. Uh, it's it's because it's a copyright thing. and it's obvious it's a copyright thing. When you actually sit down and think about it, which is fine, I'm entirely fine with Games Workshop protecting their own um, brand, protecting the money stream. But it annoys me that they couldn't just come out and go, "I know this is why we're doing it. We're bringing you true scale money. It's not really, not really true, but at the end of the day, I still am going to be playing my Space Wolves. I know people that will be putting dark angels, blood angels, all the original marines, Um, but that's me getting off on a a tangent. Um, These models are beautiful, Um, this is the reason I want it, over and above, um, the being able to now field an entire Primaris army um, on top of it, Um, and that's the thing beautiful figures. The thing is, man, that you you've got to love about Games Workshop now is all the detail that they put in it, but it's the thing that you also hate. It's like I have to paint that. I have to paint all that detail onto those figures. Fuck! Especially when you're doing it for a, um, what you call it? Um, commission. You look at it and you go, oh, this is going to be fun. Maybe not. Um, but, yeah. I mean, you just sit and look at those new Primarish um, Marines. So, Shadow Square. Just bringing it up on my phone. Shadow Square box it. Right, so. Da-da-da. So, you get let me see so uh, I'm, I'm reading a wee blob. it's the vanguard space marines are as visually striking as the rest of the prime brethren combining the monastic warrior monk feel to that core to the space marines with high tech militaristic a- aesthetic these guys offer a new take in the depths as the 30s looking at how their age old doctrines of rapid assault can be used by a guerrilla force, each miniature is covered in webbing, warrior and other details that speak to their distinct myth of the war so, let's okay. it oh. Right, so let's see. It doesn't have what the potato are, but I'm looking at it, and you know, you've got the Alright, Data Sheets. Uh, so, you've, in the box, you've got a Vanguard Librarian. You've got a Captain Phobos Aba. You've got a Lieutenant. You've got and Eliminators, which are the Heavy Support. These are the Heavy Support, that's interesting. These are the guys with the Bolt Sniper Rifles. Um, Which, that's cool, that's the Heavy Support. And then you've got the Primaris Infiltrators, which are. Um, they look like kind of Reavers without the. Graph Shoot, really. Um, but they the, the in combat squads, of um, 5. With the Bolt Carbines, unmodified hit of 6 does an instant hit and wound. Um, Felix Addict is basically an Apothecary, which is your add on to the unit. Um, not encoding your sergeant, which is interesting then you've got your suppressors which are your um, fast attack that get guys with the auto cannons um, yeah, so you're adding fast attack a heavy support and a troop choice which is interesting because you don't normally get that with well you, you this is you adding new as I said troop fast attack and heavy support um again giving you the extra choices um but the beautiful beautiful models and um, it says the lieutenants and headquarters choice I was pretty sure the lieutenants were um, troop, um, head, I don't know elite choices no headquarters choices um, that's strange. But you get two head choices. I'm pretty sure the lieutenant is a uh, elite choice rather than uh, um, head court choice. Otherwise, in every other one, he's a bloody. I'm pretty sure he's a he- uh, he's a every other prime I army. Mean, I'm pretty sure lieutenant's a elite choice. Anyway. So that's your Primaris Um, and then with the Chaos, now I have never been a big Chaos fan as most people will tell you but recently I've started getting into it. Um, So it's a new wave of new Chaos stuff which is cool. Um, So you've got the Venom Crawler which is the demon engine, it's like the arachnid looking thing. Um, so that's heavy support, that looks like it's nasty, We've new obliterator models, which again are heavy support, um, the thing that annoys about me about that is obliterators are meant to come in squads of three, not two, um, and there's only two in the box from what I've seen, and there's the Masters of Possession, which is the Sorcerer, um, and that's your headquarters choice, those new cool Chaos Space Marines, you get two units in them. And then you've got the two Greater Possessed, um, which look fucking cool. They're elite choices. Now, um, they're in squads of one or two. Um, but I think that. Yeah, the, the Obliterators is quite annoying. And they've got it now down as Toughness 5 with 4 wounds. Mm. 6 assault shots instead of 4. Oops. Um, when you look at the box it says 3 when when you look at the the pictures it it shows you 2 but the squad size is still 3 so does that mean you have to go out and buy a new squad of the Blight if I want to use them that's kind of annoying but yeah, I mean the thing about every single figure in that box is it looks fucking awesome Um, and you know, that's what you're wanting. It, I'm assuming if it's anything like the other ones, it will be about eighty quid. Um, once you take the discount off for Goblin Gaming and um, everywhere else. Um, but the, the thing is, what what I find quite funny is um the fact that they've been talking about leaks. Um, right, the the spirit box has been re- revealed. They talk about leaks, but it's not really leaks, because it's Games Workshop telling you exactly what's coming. They show you exactly what's coming. They're teasing you. It's not leaking it. Games Workshop are showing you what they're coming up with. Um, and what they're bringing out. Um, so, you know, not really a leak. More of a tease. Um, so, Yeah. I am really looking forward to it and I hope I get enough birthday money to actually go out and buy it, but if not then hopefully I'll have a job in time that I can actually go out and buy it. Um, what else was I going to talk about, oh yeah, um, birthday coming up. Um, I will be getting lots of Infinity stuff, so that is not Infinity RPG, Infinity the Wardy. Now I chose to go with oh so surprising. Um, the Caledonians from Ariadna so it, my entire army will be basically Scots, space Scotsmen um, so I'm looking forward to them coming in um, I was looking at more Necromunda stuff but my wee brother's got me a box of the Orlocks um, coming in, which should be enough for me just now, because I've got enough of the old Orlocks. and I should be able to put Together a crew, um, or my gang for the co- the campaign we're doing. But um, basically, I got two. Um, so I got two volunteers or three volunteers. I didn't get the I didn't get any Scots Guard. Da-da-da. I got Highlander Grease um, there's a more in there volume moss um, a couple of Bulwars actually every Bulwars choice that you can have um, 400 points worth of Infinity stuff so basically it's the um. I'll tell you exactly what it is because I've got the last here uh, so it's the Caledonia Highlander Army so that's sectorial starter box sets and um, Willie Moss the 45th Highlander rifle box set the ninth Bob Grenadiers the Year's regiment box set, um. So, you know, it's all that stuff in there. That I've got coming, um. And it's a couple hundred points worth, so it's enough to be playing games. Um, it's, it's probably enough to get two, maybe two games in, uh, two lists in, uh, two armies in even, um. And it's going to be interesting because. Right, this is going to be a project. I keep on talking about projects and finishing projects and um, doing bits and pieces, but this is one that I'm doing um, as a side, same as my ore locks are going to be a side project. Um, once they're built and they're sprayed, I probably won't do anything for a little while, but you know, I'll be talking about um, this project, that project. The reason that I'm That I'm getting it is it's twofold really. It's um, for the fact that I'm doing the Infinity RPG, but also um, I I quite like the game. I'm not great at it. Um, It's very difficult sometimes for me to get wrap my head around it, Um, the rules and stuff. You know, obviously you do three hits, and as long as your opponent his armour save is higher than any of those three hits. You know, it doesn't matter. And um, stuff like that, kind kind of grasping that, getting that, my head round that, and everything uh, is one of the difficult parts about that. But it's a good set of rules. I really like it, um, and I really love the models as well. The models are absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's on Wednesday. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll be at my mum and dad's, and I'll be able to pick them up. Um. So, you know, the next time I'm on um, Twitter after um, my birthday, it'll probably be the Monday after, um, because I intend on doing nothing um, social media wise, being as unplugged as I possibly can for the next couple of days after my birthday, well actually after tomorrow which is Tuesday I'm going to try and be as unplugged as I possibly can because um, it's my girlfriend's first time off since we were on holiday in June or July really and you know it's her first real time off since July she's had a couple of days off here now when she's been well and stuff like that but you know first real holiday in six or seven months and I want to give her as much attention as I possibly can so you yeah. know, we'll be away from social media and everything as much as I can. Um, but I'll have them posted up on my um, Twitter. I'll have them posted up on my Instagram. I'll, you know, on the and if they're on Instagram, they'll be up on the Facebook. Um, the mod, the painting commission site, their, um, Facebook profile. They'll be up on there. Um, so you can see them when they're built and painted, but not even painted um, sprayed and stuff. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, but obviously I'm talking about the fact that for the next week I'm on holiday from you know commissions from um, podcast from YouTube. Uh, this is my week off. Um, pretty much Um, and the reason I wanted to talk about it is um, I think it's quite important that everyone takes a little break now and again from the hobby to recharge your batteries to not get yourself stuck so when you're doing stuff and you're, you know it's taking you ages to do this or that um, or your mind is getting bogged down take a break take a week off, take two weeks off, however much it takes you to recharge your hobby batteries because it's really difficult um, to not, you know, get involved in everything that you possibly can. But when you're so involved, when you do so much um, sometimes you do get tunnel visioned or you do get despondent or you do get you you get too much it's too much of a good thing as they say is as much as a little bit of a bad thing Um, that's the thing you've got to continually you know get in and out take breaks from painting if you're starting to get a little bit Annoyed with it, take um, breaks from a game if it's doing your head then, But I do think, see, when you go on holiday, or it's your holiday week or whatever it is, if you're not doing painting for a reason, or you know, if you if you're not doing something because for the hobby uh, at that time for a reason, take a break from it. Your holiday is your holiday, um, unless. Your holiday is the only time you get to do any gaming stuff or painting stuff or whatever. Um, Your time off is your your hobby period. Um, It's really important because you get burnout. I take time off. I I mean, I've taken years off from painting because it was frustrating me at times. Um, And I had to go away and take a break. And and I'll be honest, I took about a three or four year break. From doing any painting whatsoever because I was frustrating that I wasn't getting as good as this person or that person or the next person. What I was forgetting about is the fact that I'm not a professional painter. I don't do it as a living. That's what these people did. This was what these people were doing. They were painting uh, as a profession. They were painting models for heavy metal. They were painting models to, you know, make money. They were painting models to win awards, you know, this, this kind of thing. This was their day job, this is what they did, day in, day out. Um, didn't take breaks from it, you know, all this, that kind of stuff. You need to go back and get yourself some perspective. You always need to have a perspective of whatever you're doing. Um, if a game, I mean, I stopped playing 40k from 4th edition to 7th edition. That's how much the game, I wasn't enjoying it. And I kind of enjoyed parts of 7th edition. I didn't enjoy other parts of 7th edition, but but it's the same way 8th edition, I enjoyed parts of 8th edition, but I don't. When 4th edition came about, I had been playing 3rd edition for as long as it had been out. And it was frustrating me, because I didn't like it. I didn't like the... I mean, you could say I didn't like the change from... Um, the rules as they were to the new rules, you know. Um, there wasn't huge differences but there was enough differences like the grenade rules, like the, the movement rules, like there was different rules that the change I didn't like. And back then you could have said that I was just I just wasn't moving with the times but didn't enjoy it. Whereas now I play 40k and I really do enjoy it and I don't know why I enjoyed that and when Age of Sigmar first came out I didn't enjoy it. Um, I haven't played another game Age of Sigmar since, right back at the beginning. For 6 months to a year maybe Age of Sigmar. I haven't played since. Um, My entire Empire Army is getting recast from my uh, 40k stuff. Um, so that's going bye bye but I mean, I've got the dwarfs if I really want to go and play again. I can go play again, Um and I might look into it at some point um, but you know I took that what three edition break almost four editions to be fair because I got I got it out at the, right early in the beginning of fourth edition and got back in right at the tail end of seventh edition um, but you know, you no. Know, you could say it's a four edition, maybe three edition, three and a half edition break from a game. That you know, I. I think it's important that you don't like it, go if it, stop playing it. Um. I haven't seen the changes to Marvel yet. Um, I will have to have a look at them to see the differences and see whether it's okay. Um, but from what I've heard, it's actually a better game. Um, which is interesting, because I really love Marvel. And if it's a better game, then that's cool. If I feel it's a better game, but I might take a break from that. Um, I'm certainly taking a break for this doping mode, because I've had a look at the rules, and... Or I've seen I've seen like the the sheets and stuff for the new set of rules, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, maybe not for me. Um, I I really enjoyed first and second edition, um, but I, I you know this is the thing. I have so many games that I play that I can take breaks. I can yeah I can circle back down and see. I mean I obviously have to sit down and read the new Dystopian Wars rules to see whether or not is it for me but you know they've, they've changed the canon so is my fleet obsolete or is my fleet actually going to be worth taking or what you know what the hell is going to happen with it is you know at the moment is beyond me and um, I need to wait for the rules to come out but from what I've seen I don't think so it's the opposite from um, Malifaux to be honest from what I've seen and what I've heard of Malfo, um you know it's going to be good it looks like it's going to be fun Um <clears throat> and it looks you know as if it's going to be a good change whereas you know obviously this change I mean it's a new company to go over to change the canon of course they're going to change things but Dystopian Wars was a good game because of the rules, because of the mechanics, when Spartan started messing with that, it started, you know, there was, you know, the, the flyer rules changing were good, you know, there were certain changes that they did were good, certain changes that didn't weren't, weren't that great, um, but, you know, that was fine, they didn't change the core mechanics, and when you change the core mechanics of the game, it either does well or it does badly. And the fact that with um, the company they've taken um, over the the license, or the the, comp- the the name, Stopping Wars, they're not keeping the old canon, so they can't keep the old ships. So that means the ships that I've got are going to be obsolete, which means I'm going to have to go out and buy brand new ships. And I don't want to do that i really don't that's how i feel anyway but you know, that's that's from looking at it that's what i've seen anyway um so yeah well my the crux of my that 10 or so minutes is take breaks take days off take weeks off take months off if you need to take years off from a game it's important because you're going to get burned out you're going to get bored of a game you're going to get sick of a set of rules you're going to get pissed off with an army or whatever take a break take a take a cam period Um, from whatever you do. I mean, don't get me wrong, right now I'm loving the hobby. Um totally into it and I'm having fun. Stuff I'm doing is great. I'm loving doing the podcast, I'm loving doing the YouTube channel, but I know that this week, um I've got off. But the week I come back from holiday I mean I'm gonna be next weekend. I come back on the Monday. I'm gonna have to get hard into Looking for new jobs again, Um, and I'll probably get one very quickly because it's my security license is coming in, and I've done I did that for like ten years, so I'm very likely to get a job in that. More likely than I am in any other job because I've got ten years of pretty much clear um, experience without any issues, and without losing a job, without switching company. So you know it's likely that I will be getting into that very quickly. And you know, I need to take that time off before I get into it. From pretty much everything, I need to just um, recharge the batteries and get into it. The stress that has been coming on right now and recently um, has been a lot, and you know, we're trying to get out the back end of it. Um, But that's 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 not hobby duty, but at the same time while hobby stuff relaxes me at the same time like right now it's like a job you know with the YouTube and the commissions and the you know the podcast and everything it's it's becoming kind of like a job um, the way that it is which is fine it's it's something I enjoy so having that as a job is not a bad thing but holiday take time away Um, anyway Um, I was going to talk about something else. What I was going to talk about. Uh, Yes, I was... Looking at the new BattleTech stuff. Now, if you know anything about... The way that BattleTech has been... Over the last couple of years is the box sets. You got like 24 figures to the box sets. Um, They weren't the best plastic. And sometimes the casts were absolutely god-awful um, but you were paying 50 quid or so and you were getting a company of mechs now you know, you might not think that's a huge amount, but on average we play about 2 lances a shot, which is 8 mechs um, so when you're getting 24 mechs, you're getting 2, one, 2, three, 4 lances, which is a full company, it's, you have to be lances plus your command lance. Um, that's quite a bit. Um, I was looking at the new ones and you're getting 8 in the $50 box, I think it's $50, was it £50? I think it might be £50. £50 box you get getting the 8 figures. Now I'm not saying the sculpts aren't better than the old ones, they are and they look a little cleaner, but it looks like the same kind of plastic, Um, and the fact that I'm paying, if I'm doing that, I'm paying £50, which is the same what I paid for the old ones, for a quarter of the Mets, no, a third of the Mets, can't fucking count, sometimes, I still encourage you to go out and buy um, Battletech and play Battletech because I love the game and you'll love the game I hope but and I know a lot of people are going to give me shit for this but the reason I'm telling you is because I love the game and I love the rules but I think it's a bad deal at the end of the day. Um so what are eight mechs? Let me see. I'm just trying to price up the uh, so on average I think a mech from um Brawl Party Europe is seven pound. So fifty six pounds for eight mechs in metal. And you get to choose which mechs you you get in the metal. Um so another £15 for the book, I think maybe 20 quid you're talking um, let's see you're talking maybe 80 quid right for 8 minutes in metal and the book. maybe another £15 for the for the um. Hard cheap the uh, map sheets. If you're gonna play in map sheets, so you're at you're maybe adding another forty quid onto the cost of the box set, but you're getting better sculpts. You're getting better material to work with, and you're getting better battle sheets. Um, um it's called map sheets. I honestly think you would be better off spending that extra forty quid than spending um, <laughs> spending fifty quid on uh, a box set. Now, I might be wrong on the prices. I might be entirely wrong and it might actually be. I'm actually going to look at it because I might make myself look like a complete dick. Yeah, so I mean the max score from 650 to 995 but nine ninety five is an annihilator, which is the one of the heaviest mix you can get. You know, so six fifty for a light make, and seven twenty five for a medium mix and then it's $8.75 for a heavy make, eight nine ninety five for a heavy mix. Depends on the mix really, what the cost is. So you could average it out about seven seven twenty five, maybe seven fifty, maybe say seven twenty five for each mech. Um, it's not a lot um you know not a lot of difference between the amount of mechs that you're getting in that box set for the same price. Um, for a for a little bit more more money. Um and yeah obviously you're gonna have to go out and buy the rulebook and you're gonna have to buy go buy out the the map sheets that make it a wee bit more expensive but as I said, it's better quality because the metal is much better quality material than the plastic. I've looked at the plastic and it, it does look uh, maybe the same kind of plastic as they used to make the Battlemasters and the uh, Cats in the, the Anniversary boxes, and the previous box version. It's not that great a plastic, to be absolutely honest with you. So... I think you would be better off going out and buying the metal I mean that's just my personal opinion um, and you know that's the thing that uh, the reason I want to say it is because um, while I love BattleTech and while I love what Catalyst Game Labs have done with BattleTech with the cannon and everything and I love the support that they're throwing out there for the game I don't rate this box it and I can't say that I rate it I love the game but I can't rate the new box it Um, and that's the thing I want you to understand that love it but don't think it's worth it love that they're doing it don't think it's worth it and that's my honest opinion and I'll always give you my honest opinion on everything and anything that I look at. You know if I look at a figure and I go that looks like shit I'm gonna tell you I think it looks like shit. That's it at the end of the day. Um so that's me for this podcast. Um as always um if you're enjoying the podcast rate it review it comment on it Tell me what you think. Tell Apple what you think. Tell whoever it is you get your podcast from what you think. Um, next week, hopefully, I will have my first interview podcast. I'm going to be talking to Dan Adam from Paint All the Minis um, in the near future, and hopefully, I'll get it recorded and edited up for next week. Um, so, I'm going to say good day and a happy hobby.